So, um, I haven't done a podcast in a while now. Um, I guess I kind of, you know, uh, drifted away from podcasting and even writing my book and stuff because, um, you know, I kind of got focused in school and in work and, like, you know, stopped believing that, um, you know, you can get somewhere in life by, like, by sharing your ideas or your thoughts or whatever, but that's not the point of this podcast, so, um, I kind of want to come back to this, only because it feels great to talk, even if it's, um, to whoever wants to listen, or just to yourself, because it's kind of like expressing myself, or not even expressing myself, just, you know, it's like, it's like talking to God, even though, you know, you can't see him or anything. Someone's listening, right? <laughs> someone's got to be listening because somehow in the bad times, someone's always listening. So um, I just think someone's always there and always listening. I don't think you're ever alone, ever. Um, not in the cre- creepy or known way, just in a regular good spiritual way. Um, I'm here to talk about dads and fathers father figures and like dilemmas with parents like it's just a lot of people don't get my point of view obviously because there's always two sides to a story and people tend to listen to just one and um I kind of wrote a song for my dad but I took it off because you know, it doesn't sound as good, like, written down in a poem as good as it sounds when it's sang. Not that I have a good voice, but, you know, um, it's kind of like a message I wanted to convey because, um, you know, it might come off as I'm not appreciative that he invited me for Christmas. I don't appreciate that he invites me, yeah, just for Christmas, <laughs> you know, um, and it's not that I don't appreciate it. Like, you know, I'm very grateful that, okay, um, after 25 years, you want to come back into my life. Cool. Um, it's just the fact that I don't, it's not that I don't even know how to forgive him because I forgave him. I'm over it. I just, I can't pretend to love you when I just don't. I can't pretend to understand you when I don't. I can't pretend to comprehend you I can't listen to words that you're saying when they're so out of place don't say you love all your kids the same you know that's bullshit sorry for the bullshit but um it's true you know like you have your favorite you've already chosen her and that's fine just admit it you know like we're too old to play this game but don't say that you love us equally when you've never in your whole entire life, since my mom brought, like, you know, since my brown was pretty much, my dad used my mom to, like, bring him to this country. And, you know, um, I'm saying this not to hurt him, not to ever, like, you know, step on him or anything. It's just so that he understands where I'm coming from. Because I don't want to be, like, the bad kid that doesn't want to, like, you know, reunite myself with my dad. It's just that no matter how badly and how much I've tried, 
my heart just doesn't feel right. Like, I get scared when I go over. Like, I get chills. Like, I'm afraid of what I might say. I don't want to say the wrong thing because I don't want to, like... You know, it's just I can't be myself. <laughs> and how can you not be yourself around your parent? You're supposed to be yourself around your parent. I know for a fact that he's never there when I need a parent. He's never going to be there. He's never been there. He was never there. He will never be there. He's never there. I cannot rely on him for any help. He doesn't understand that on Christmas I didn't go over, not because my dog couldn't go. Because, you know, like, that's not a big deal. I love my dog, of course, more than I love a lot of things in life. <laughs> but that wasn't the reason. It's just, doesn't he understand that my car got flooded? I had to pay, like, a debt for $600, which was my whole entire paycheck. And he lives far. So the Uber and the Lyft ride, gee shit, like, it was about $60 back and forth. And I didn't have that money. But did he even bother to call me to, like, ask why I couldn't go? to ask if he could pick me up to offer his help no because he was just satisfied with me talking with his wife which she yeah she's very nice and everything but don't say that you care man don't say that you give three rats ass don't say that you love all your children the same come on if you really wanted me there you could have called me you didn't even say merry christmas you didn't even say happy new year what type of father is that? Just because all your other kids kiss your ass doesn't mean I am. Because you have done nothing, absolutely nothing to earn my respect, my love, anything from me. And the contrary, you left my mom. My mom has never been married, never had a husband, never had a partner, never had anyone after you left. Because she's been focused on taking care of me. And then on Thanksgiving, not only did you invite me at 11 a.m., which I still said yes because, you know, I got my pride shoved it up my ass. And I wanted to be okay with my dad because I thought that was necessary in life, not realizing that I already had one. Um, you know, and all you did was say that you maintained me your whole life. No, you didn't, man. Like... You know, not only that, it's just you went to Cuba and talked shit about me. Who talks shit about their kid? Who talks shit about their child? What parent that cares, that loves their children, dares to talk shit about them? None. And you have dirtied your mouth to talk shit about every single one of your kids. You know, um, it's just saddened me when you told me that, like... That day, you disappointed me completely and to the maximum. Because not that I had any expectations from you, but like I told you that day, I wanted to start over. And you just kept bringing back every single thing. Yeah, I wasn't the best daughter, but I was just a kid. I was four years old, man. Like, and with four years old, if I was able to recognize what a good father and a bad father was... You know, then you must have not been doing your job right. Plus, you don't get up at 4 a.m. in the morning, steal my grandpa's suitcase, and leave. Um, 
you definitely don't go back to Cuba and say that you've paid your debt because you've paid child support. My nigga, you wanted to come to America? Yeah. Realization. You have to pay child support after you abandon your wife and your child. It is what it is. <laughs> and believe me, you did not maintain me. You actually paid for all my trips to Cuba. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. At a point, because, you know, um, that kind of disturbed my life. But whatever, that's a whole different topic. Um, but, you know, something that I've never told you before and that you probably will never hear because you probably will never hear this. But other people should know. Not other people should know. Just I need to let this out. Because if I don't let this out, it's just going to consume me. And it's something from my past that I think I need to be able to let go in order to move forward and to move on. Because I've blamed myself. Because because of this, I lost all my friends. Because I had to leave Hialeah Gardens. I lost everyone. Because nobody understood my absence. And yet, nobody it's true, nobody even asked. Nobody even knew that I was like dead for a few like days and then came back to life nobody even asked why but the real reason do you remember Dan? do you remember that thursday how you said that you only had three kids and that those three kids were the ones around you and that i wasn't your child as much as i didn't want that to hurt me that destroyed me destroyed me enough to drink all the pills I could possibly find and almost killed myself. Do you understand how much you hurt me? But that's not, it's not even where it stops. It's the fact that, it's the fact that I was in the hospital. You had, we were in Cuba. You were there. In the hospital, I was dying. I was in a coma. My aunt, who's like my mother, my uncle, who had just come from a mission in Venezuela, were there with me through everything, hitting rocks, hitting the walls, crying, waiting for my mom to get a flight from, you know, Miami all the way to, like, the middle of Cuba. You didn't even offer to pick her up in the car that you had rented, so we had to borrow someone else's car. And when they needed a parent at the hospital, you didn't even fucking show up. And you were going to stand there and tell me that you love all your kids the same. That you deserve to be my dad. That today that I am who I am because of my mother and my uncle and my family. You're going to tell me that you are a good father. That you are good with God. Nah, my nigga. You're not. Because you were not a good father. That's what I don't forgive. No matter how hard I've tried, I've let it go. But I can't love you. That's why I wrote that song. Because no matter how much I look at you, no matter what or how much we're alike, no matter how much we think alike, we're not the same. Because you only care about yourself. You don't care about anyone else but you. And despite everything, I love my brothers. And I could love my sister too, but you know, she chose to just be like you. 
support her. That's her poor decision. <laughs> you know, like, that's whatever. Um, I just don't understand how a parent can leave their kid dying in a hospital and not visit them until they wake up when my mom was already here. Like, what were you thinking, man? Like, why? You, you are seriously fucked up to not have, like, I just can't let it go. You know why? Because I just seem, like, it's just impossible to think that, you know, I don't even have a kid. Honestly, I have a dog. And if my puppy is ever, ever, like, you know, in the hospital, in the, like, at the vet or something, I'm going to be there day, night, whatever it takes until my puppy is alive and good and well and by my side. And you couldn't even be there to at least face my mother. To at least face anything that could have happened to me. To make any choices about your daughter's life. You don't care, man. You only care about your image and yourself. And I hope that takes you a long, long way, my friend. Because you might not be alone today. But you will be alone eventually. Because karma's a bitch. And you might have been a good parent to every single other of your kids, which... Not really because money is nothing. What's most important is love. But with me, you've been the biggest piece of shit of life. And with my mother, the person who has literally, who, who changed your life, you've been the biggest, crappiest motherfucker alive. And now for that, for that, karma's gonna hit you harder. Not even me. For my mom. And I'm not saying this out of despite. I'm not saying this out of anything. I'm saying this because I'm sick of staying quiet. Because you have no idea how much a kid needs their dad. You have no idea what me and my mom went through. You have no idea how much I've had to like go through and suffer. And like how many problems I could have avoided. And how many shit I've been through. Just for the reason that you've never been there. That it's just been my mom and I. But it's all right, because we made it. I made it. She's going to make it. We're going to be good. We are good. Without you. So no, don't invite me anymore to your little parties to show off your good cooking and skilled steaks. Don't invite me to your stupid Christmas shit and say that you're a good father. Don't start singing karaoke to all these songs that you don't... Like, come on now. Honestly, help your kids in Cuba. Help my brothers. Help them. Because they're good kids. You brought my sister here. The least you can do is help them have a good life and bring them here too. Because... You shouldn't have favorites. Because sometimes your favorites are the ones that will backstab the crap out of you the most. But that's beside the point. You can love whoever you want, however you want. With, you know, I just believe that a good parent loves all their kids equally.
and your actions totally demonstrate that you're not a good parent. You're not a good parent. I don't think you're a good person. And I don't think that you're you're okay with God, to be honest. You might think you are. And for heaven's sakes, if that makes you feel any better, then go for it. I wish you nothing but the best luck in life. I wish you nothing but the best life you could possibly have. But personally, I've grown so much to understand that I don't crave your love anymore. Because God damn it, I craved your love so much. I felt so needed of your love because I felt so left out that I didn't have a dad. I felt so left out that my dad cared about my brothers and my sisters and not about me. But today I can I can say that I'm okay with it. Just don't ever have the audacity of inviting me over anywhere when you haven't even had freaking balls you haven't even had you know you haven't apologized man how can I forgive you when you're not sorry when you haven't even said I'm sorry you hurt me not the other way around you abandoned me not the other way around you ruined my future you ruined, not really, because my future is going to be great, but you ruined a lot of my childhood. And you've never apologized. You need to learn that you're not the king. And not everybody bows down to you. Because when you love someone, love is more important than pride, than a position, and than a title. The day you say sorry, is the day that you might have me back in your life. Until then, I'm done trying to be in yours. Because to be honest, I don't like it. I don't feel good in it. Because I know you're not sorry. And you still fill your mouth talking shit about my family. And you have to thank my family your whole entire goddamn life that you're in this country. Because you didn't even have money for a passport. And my grandma sold her necklace to get you a passport to come here. Which, by the way, she says all the time you haven't even gotten to like pay her back. That's kind of like, you know. Um, that's pretty low. Not that she wants the money because she doesn't need it. But at least keep her out of your mouth. Because she's a better person a billion times than you. <laughs> That's why when you invited me to Cuba so I can meet your side of the family, guess what, buddy? I've already met them. And they love me just for who I am. But you don't get to tell me that in order for me to take that ticket that you purchased, I get to betray my family and not go there. Because guess what? You don't control me. It's not how it works. And I will never, never give my back on my family that has been there 100% of the time. Every day, all day, every single hour, every single moment. For you. <laughs> it's just never going to happen. 
So this message is just to kind of say, um, <sighs> I'm done. Like, I'm okay with it. I feel at peace not having you in my life. And it's totally fine and it's totally okay. I will be okay. I wish you were because I think you're a cool person, you know. But you have to apologize first. Because if I'm old enough to recognize my mistakes, I think you're more than old enough to recognize yours. And you need to learn how to say sorry. Because because of you, I almost died. Because of you, I almost died. Because of you, I almost died. <laughs> and my life completely changed. Because of you, I almost died. There you go. That's your reason. Next time, you know, hopefully in your next life or whatever, you're a better father, man. Because thanks to you, not only do, you know, is finding a man that is worthy hard, but it's just, you know, I'm so picky about whoever the father of my kids will be. Because I don't want him to be as nearly as a person like you, like you. I don't want that ever for any of my kids. So, um, good luck. Like, honestly, I wish you the best of life and I hope you're happy. But you're not the best father. You don't love your kids the same. And you definitely have done me wrong. And I hope that one day God forgives you. But until you don't apologize to me, I personally don't. Sorry. Well, not sorry. Bye, Dad. <laughs>